heartless, egocentric, selfish. These are not the qualities we generally bestow upon role models. A role model is a leader, someone who shows empathy as supreme, who gives without hesitation, who turns the spotlight to others, a hero that never wears the title. So, without having to say, we wouldn't necessarily put Ebenezer Scrooge as a role model. He was, and I'm quoting from Dickens, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner, solitary as an oyster. (laughs) Some harsh words back then. So, perhaps Ebenezer Scrooge is not the ideal candidate for person of the year, but as you and I both know, whether it's being haunted by three ghosts in one night or life throwing you a wake-up call, Sometimes, all we need is a little reflection to understand that we're just a link away from wearing Jacob Marley's chains. Self-reflection, it isn't for everyone, I understand that. It wasn't for me either until I observed a friend that was so sincere in their awareness with others that I had to ask. That's another episode. For now, let's go back to London. Even when Marley informs Scrooge, you will be haunted by three spirits, Scrooge's reply in not so many words is, yeah, sorry, not sorry. But Marley continues, and this is important, without their visits, you cannot hope to shun the path I tread. In other words, Marley was telling Scrooge, wake up, literally, before it's too late. I'm sure Scrooge muttered, leave me be. But in short, Marley was summing up the mantra of every stoic by saying, you can't fix the future until you fix the past. I'm going to say that one more time. You can't fix your future until you fix your past. Now, what does this have to do with Scrooge being a role model, you ask, and Well, the way I see it, you have two choices. Either let a bunch of ghosts wake you up in the middle of the night and scare the bejeebers out of you, or take a few cues from Ebenezer, self-reflect, and, hopefully, before you know it, you're shouting glad tidings at random strangers out your window on Christmas morning. But hold the eggnog, literally. Let's get there first. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three... Two, one. Whether you're watching the classic 1951 version with Alistair Sim or my personal favorite, The Muppet's Christmas Carol with Michael Caine playing Scrooge, he was tremendous by the way, the story is mostly the same. Ebenezer Scrooge has a troubled childhood, sent off to a boarding school, and Honestly, he was left alone during Christmas while all of his other classmates went home to be with their family. Later on, he becomes engaged, but his eye favored that of the dollar more than the dame. Seeing where this was heading, she jumped ship on Christmas and eventually marrying someone else, leaving him to his cold, hard cash. I don't think he necessarily was born with the idea that money was everything, but Maybe it was the idea that money didn't abandon him, 
he could control, hoard it even. For him, and I'm entirely speculating, it was his safe place. In a way, the things we cling to in life generally start this way. Simple, safe, nurturing even. But, looking through the microscope, our safe places are anything but safe. They're more of a hiding place. Some things we hold on to fill a void or to cover an insecurity. How often have we sat with a carton of ice cream after a brutal day at work or lashed out at someone because you were treated unfairly just the hour before? Or maybe going on a longer than usual run just to hopefully avoid a conversation once you got back home. I know some of what I may be saying is uncomfortable, but that's why we're here, to ask ourselves, what have I held on to in the past that I would give anything to let go in my future? Oof, so hard. But you can do this. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And for that... I'm crazy proud of you. Thank you. It would be redundant to pick apart each ghost story of this classic tale, and goodness knows it is streaming on every service, so we're going to cheat and jump to the end of the book. It's okay, I won't tell anyone. But the real reason why Ebenezer Scrooge, in my opinion, is such a role model, can be summed up in one word. Transformation. And while transformation is such a positive forward momentum word, it would have never happened without one key element. Self-reflection. Yes, it took two ghosts to show him his erroneous ways, but he still had to decide whether he would man up or just keep counting his nickels in the comfort at his frigid desk. But the change would have never come had he not started at the root, the past, where it all began. From there, his coping mechanism, our coping mechanisms, whatever that may be, grew, older with each birthday candle. Patterns set in, and our hiding places become more hidden. You haven't taken the time to heal, to change, to grow. Why not? I love the scene with the ghost of Christmas Future, where Scrooge asks, Are these shadows of the things that will be, or are they shadows of things that may be only? The interesting thing is, the ghost didn't say anything. He just completely left Scrooge to wonder. But guess what? You don't have to wonder. You don't. With time, dedication, and some setbacks, along with a little help from friends. Let's go there. This place that trips you time and again. This will not be easy, but nothing good ever really is. But for now, join me. And let's go ghost hunting. Ghost number one. Ghost of the past. What happened long ago that has you where you are today? I'm going to ask that again. 
what happened long ago that has you where you are today. Stephen Covey, he wrote this little unknown book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He has such a tremendous quote. It says, Until a person can say deeply and honestly, I am what I am today because of the choices I made yesterday, that person cannot say, I choose to be otherwise. What choices have you made that have been the dark cloud over you ever since? You can't remove the tree without pulling up the roots. And we can't address today or tomorrow without addressing yesterday. Ghost number two. Ghost of the present. This one is a tough one. Own it. Own where you are. (laughs) I say this to my kids all the time. Own it. This probably wasn't the feel-good words of affirmation episode you were hoping for today, but today we're hunting ghosts. And I'll refrain from using the title of a 1984 film starring Bill Murray, but it is taking all of my might to do so. But seriously though, admit to yourself, I am where I am because of the steps I chose. It's wonderful to dream about your ambitions, but in stark contrast, you also have to be honest with your present reality. Where you are at this moment has everything to do with how you dealt with yesterday. Own where you are. And finally, number three, ghost of the future. This one is the scariest ghost of all, in my opinion. Because change is scary. It's uncomfortable. It leaves you vulnerable. It's filled with tons of what-ifs and uncertainties. But unless you confront the ghost of past and present, this ghost will follow you into the future. But just like Ebenezer, you have the chance. You have the ability to see life differently, healthier, happier, safer. But it's not until you take the time to be truly honest with yourself, to emotionally go where you've never been before, but allowing yourself a new place to begin, to live with a renewed outlook on tomorrow, and the next day, and the next. You have the chance. And just like Ebenezer, the choice is entirely yours. So in the end, maybe Ebenezer wasn't so bad after all. I mean, he eventually did make the right choice. Maybe, like him, we just needed someone, albeit a ghost, to show us to reflect by looking at the past recognizing where you are and reacting to where you want to be. All of which can be done, I'm fairly certain, without even one ghost in the middle of the night. (laughs) 
To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.